Hello and welcome to the David Ryan Fitness Podcast. In this podcast, I'll deep dive into training, nutrition and mindset. Today's podcast is frequently asked questions that I always get asked about fat loss. These are the ones that come up the most often, so I would I thought I would do a little podcast on them. And hopefully it helps. So, before we get into it, I just want to say that when you're trying to lose weight or or body fat, the most important thing is to be in a calorie deficit. So you need to be taking in less than what you burn. Calories in versus calories out. You need to be eating less calories than your body burns. That's the number one step that you need to do for your fat loss goals. Then everything else comes into it. Your training, your food. Then you can start picking foods that you like um, so you can adhere to your plan. You won't stick to a plan if you don't put foods in that you like. You have to have a plan that is enjoyable, realistic and sustainable so the number one thing you need to do before going into any training program or what's the best way to lose weight or fat is a calorie deficit and i'm just going to keep on saying this until people get it into their heads so first question is what's the quickest way to lose fat or what's the quickest way to lose weight? This is one I get in all the time, probably every every day. So this one, like I'm a bit wary of answering because the people who ask it usually are people who have been trying the quickest way to lose fat all their lives and have been struggling with their weight most of their adult life. They've been yo-yo dieting all their life and living a life of over-restriction during the week. And once the weekend comes around, they fall off the bandwagon and they let loose. And you might not think anything of it because it's the weekend, but the weekend is is over 35% of your, of your week. So I think it could be even 40% of your week, but... When someone asks what's the quickest way to lose fat, they are looking for a shortcut. But when you look at it and you go, what's the most effective way to lose fat? Where you can lose it in a decent amount of time without it being 6, 12 or 18 months, that's the question you should be asking. So what's the quickest way to lose weight is very different to what's the most effective way to lose weight. So I'll tell you what the quickest way to lose weight is. is to crash diet, eat no food, and train and exercise really, really hard. That's the quickest way. Will that work sustainably for sustainably long term? No chance. 
You're going to downregulate your ho- uh, your ghrelin hormone, which regulates your hunger, which will make you hungry then. I've mentioned this before in episode two, but you'll downregulate your ghrelin or your lept your ghrelin and you'll also downregulate your leptin, which regulates your feeling of fullness. And you'll feel terrible because you'll have no energy. You won't even ha- be able to function cognitively because you have no energy. You will lose fat, but you could potentially lose a lot of muscle with this type of strategy as well. It's just not sustainable long term. Like, you just can't do it long term. Like, it's one of the reasons why fat diets like a bar diet or a shake diet don't work long long term because they're not sustainable and this is at is the top of this is on top of down regulating those hormones that are vital to keeping you on track long term it plays with your mind because you get this negative feedback loop which actually which actually tricks you uh, at the start into a positive feedback at the start, because you do a fad diet, you lose some weight, you come off the diet because you've lost some weight, you start eating some food and your body doesn't know when to stop because you've eaten nothing, you've restricted yourself so much. Like, it's it's natural, like, if you do that. You end up binge eating, like, there's, like, you end up binge eating like there's no tomorrow and you're back to square one or even worse, you're heavier than you were and then you say to yourself oh yeah that diet actually worked i'll try it again i lost a bit of weight that's a lot of bullshit because that's not sustainable long term and you have to you have this yo-yo effect of going back and forth and back and forth for years like you see you have you could be 50 kg and you end up going up to 65 then you get drop back down to 49 and then you're back up to 60 and it's like and people do this for years and years yeah it's the quickest way to lose weight or fat you'll also lose a lot of muscle if you go on a fat diet and you'll if you're doing a lot of exercise that is the quickest way to lose weight you'll probably end up having a horrible relationship with food and in some cases people develop an eating disorder. And ironically, it's not the quickest way to lose weight because if you've been doing this, and some people do, if for 5, 10, 15, 20 years even, which people think that's the quickest way, is it? No, because you're just going around in circles and around in circles. So for people asking, what's the quickest way to lose fat? I would rephrase it. You should say, what's the most effective way of losing fat? And the number one thing, as I said, you need to do is be in a calorie deficit before you figure out anything else. Then after that comes what fits into your schedule, what exercise do you like, what foods do you enjoy the most that you can fit into your calorie deficit. 
can you add chocolate in every day if you want to? And by all means, you can. And that's the beauty of doing it. And that's the beauty of doing it in a sustainable way. But trust me, like if you do it that way, you'll enjoy it so much more. It may take a little bit longer, but in the long run, it actually doesn't take longer because you're not going from, you're not yo-yoing from one way to the next way and you're not doing it for years on end and you will keep the weight off you. You'll enjoy the process and it's it's just a much better way of of doing it in, in my opinion. So um, another question that, that always comes in is, should I eat carbs when trying to lose weight? This is another one where you could rephrase it to a better way. The question you should be asking is, do I tolerate carbs well? Do, um, or what carbohydrates should I be considering eating is another level up from that. So people, everybody demonizes carbs and we shouldn't. It's not about if carbs are right or wrong. Firstly, there are different types of carbohydrates. You have your jellies, you have like your syrups, your corn syrups, your Haribo, which are carb carbohydrates, all that type of stuff. Then you have your sweet potato and your oats and stuff like that, which are carb carbohydrates also. They're just there's just different types. You have complex carbohydrates versus simple sugars. Your simple sugars are your Haribos, your high fructose corn syrups, your marshmallows, and your sweet potato and your oats are all your complex carbs. They have a higher intake of fiber, so they are complex, which means they give you a slower release of energy to your body. What happens when you consume simple sugars is they spike your blood sugars, they give you a very quick release of energy, and you get this blood sugar drop then where your energy drops down and you need something else to pick you up again. and So if you eat a lot of simple sugars during the day, your energy goes up and down and up and down like a roller coaster, where it plummets and then it goes back down So and so on throughout the day. It's not really a nice way to live your life if you're consuming them simple sugars all the time. Because you're constantly looking for a pick-me-up. That is often a sign that when there's something off with your blood sugars, if that's happening to you. There could be a vitamin or mineral deficiency. It could be magnesium or some form of electrolyte deficiency. Or your meal timings are off. Your protein and fats aren't as high in your meals high enough to keep you satiated between meals so there's a couple of things to look at in in them situations carbs are not the enemy it's about what works best for your body and what types of food you're consuming and when i say what works best for your body i mean that like some people are carb adapted 
and some people are fat adapted which means basically you can tolerate one better than the other now it can change throughout your life you can go from fat adaption to carb adaption which means you can switch between utilizing one or the other more effectively or efficiently but most people tend to be one or the other having a genetic predisposition in that and as an example myself i am very adapted um i'm very adapted to fat which i'm only after figuring out in the last six months or so so like i can drop my carbs fairly low and once my fat stays high i feel great once my fat is high and my calories are low or my carbohydrates are low i feel great i look leaner um i i'm definitely not as gassy i was always one of those people that was the one with the smelly farts and i'm not messing with you it's like and i always thought it was because of protein shakes but it wasn't it was the carbs it's mad because now if i eat a lot of carbs i get very stuffed i get a very stuffed feeling in my stomach and my body does doesn't tolerate them well and like my digestion doesn't be doesn't be that great and i never knew any different so uh, because i was always eating carbs um i was used used to eating all, carbs all the time and i just thought it was the norm but no it's definitely not i'm definitely not as gassy anymore i i like i just don't feel uh, my, my like my energy is so much better uh with fat it's probably better that, like my my cognitive function is enhanced and i feel really really good all over but other people can be different and can be the opposite and really really perform well uh on carbs both mentally and physically like when you look at the training aspect of it like you could be doing a fat adapted style endurance based marathon running or long distance running or cycling and fat adaption is always going to be better for that situation because it's more sustainable source and you can use it's it's more sustainable and you can use it long term whereas if you're playing football or rugby or GAA which would be a glycotic sport where you where you're using glucose as a primary source of energy like you're you're sprinting like in short bursts so you need like glucose you're gonna want to have a good intake of carbohydrate because it is glycotic it's glycogen based um so it's not about eating carbs yes or no the types will massively affect you if you're eating sweet potatoes, brown rice, whole grain pasta, if you don't have a gluten sensitivity, they are all going to be amazing resources for the majority of people. If you're eating simple sugars like lots of refined sugar from white flour or white wheat or white bread or white rice, that's not going to be as effective 
for you because of the insulin spike and the blood sugar roller coaster that comes with it. Um, so the next question that I always get as well is, should I eat fruit when I'm trying to lose weight? So fruit has a wide ranging is what is wide ranging in terms of its effect on your blood sugar levels. So for example, something like an apple, because of the fiber intake and the soluble fiber in it and like the actual fiber in the apple, it will slowly elevate your blood sugar levels, okay? So it actually works very, very well as a snack in between meals uh, because of the steady release in energy that it gives you. Whereas if you were to eat something like uh, dates, that that's going to give you a rapid, rapid spike in your blood sugar, very similar to what I uh, to certain sweets. Even though you'll get more vitamins and minerals and nutrients from the from the dates than you would from say let's say refined sugar they'll still give you a little bit of a blood sugar spike because they have a higher glycemic index as to what an apple would have so it really depends with the fruit that you eat and context is key here your nutritional dietary calorie intake if you are consuming too many calories then you are consuming too many calories at the end of the day if you are eating too much chicken and broccoli it's still too many calories now obviously body composition wise things would be different if you were in a calorie surplus of chicken and broccoli than if you were in a calorie surplus of of chocolate crisps and chocolate your body composition would would obviously be be different but eating too many calories of the more healthier foods will still make you gain fat or weight so coming back to the to the fruit as long as you are in a deficit and they are not negatively affecting your blood sugars too much and you are consuming them with protein and fat, which will actually slow down the speed at which the insulin is releasing into your bloodstream. So it won't give you that same up and down effect, um, roller coaster effect. Again, you have to play around with it. You have to see if it works. You have to see what is sustainable. And as long as you are in a deficit and you won't, and you want to consume fruit, it may work very, very well for you, particularly if you have a sweet tooth. So play around with it. Um, ask the question. Uh, so the question is at the end of it is, can I stick to it long term? Does it suit you long term? If so, then go for it. By all means, go for it. Does it align with your goals? Does it fit into your lifestyle? Then by all means, have all the fruit you want, 
once you are in a calorie deficit and you're hitting your goals and you're losing fat, eat whatever type of fruit you like. So that's it today, folks. Hope you've enjoyed that. I really enjoyed it. I really get them questions in all, all the time. So hopefully that helps and I'll catch you all on the other side.